This is the Podcast Inc. production. Booyah! This is the moment podcasting fans listening around the world have been waiting for. Coming to you not so live from a listening device of your choice. It's time! Podcasting out of this corner, a mixed martial talker, holding no professional record. He stands at six feet one and one half inches tall, weighing in at whatever he feels like, hailing out of Toronto, Ontario, Canada, presenting the sometimes angry, always funny, Self-proclaimed podcasting champion of the world, Steve Fingerstyles! So, welcome to another rendition of the podcast. I am here once again, always again, and brought to you by First Row Collectibles, if you're into nerd culture, if you're into science sports memorabilia, if you're into wrestling memorabilia, please visit firstrow.ca. Use promo code THEPODCAST20, you'll get 20% off. They got everything from comic books to signed wrestling figures, old wrestling magazines, sports memorabilia, you name it, they got it. They ship worldwide. Best thing is, they update daily, so please visit them at firstrow.ca. If you're into video games and books, please visit bossfightbooks.com for great books on classic video games. You'll find titles like Metal Gear Solid, World of Warcraft and Super Mario Brothers 3. Everything you see on their websites available in paperback and ebook format. So please check them out at bossfightbooks.com. If you're looking for the best supplements and CBD products, visit legacysubs.com. Use promo code THEPODCAST to receive 10% off. They have everything from sleep aid to muscle building, anything you need or want that makes you feel great. They are Legacy Sports Nutrition at legacysubs.com. And if you want to support me directly and monetarily, you can visit my merchandise store at tpublic.com or scroll down on today's device. It's embedded right there in the description. Click on that link. takes you right to the merchandise store. I got everything from hoodies to t-shirts to travel mugs, phone cases, anything you need or want, it is there. But the easiest thing, the best thing, the thing everyone should be doing if it's not done so already is please rate, subscribe, review on all major platforms, most specifically Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. So this week, I'm joined once again by the man whose work you can find all over post-wrestling, and he has a show on YouTube where he interviews the top wrestlers, the hardest working journalist in pro wrestling. He has been dubbed the GOAT, Andrew Thompson. Steve, my good man. What's going on? Can you hear me all right? I hear you loud and clear, my friend. How's it going over there today? How's it's, things? It's going great. It's, <laughs> you you want to know what's funny? We was just talking about how my, <laughs> my power was out in the lecture, but you want to know what's funny? Like, literally, yeah. while you was doing the intro, the shit came back on, so look at that. Shut we up. We have Wi-Fi now. Look at that. I'm so, I'm so serious, bro. <laughs> I'm dead ass. 
<laughs> oh my god all it took is for me to start up and that's it i i, I bring electricity to people's homes you see that <laughs> The, the power of the podcast, man. Look at that. Oh, shit. That's hilarious. Oh, my God. Okay, that's fucking hilarious, man. So what has been up? Last time you were here, you were with Sino. He couldn't make it today, obviously. Potentially, we might have someone. I'm not going to say who because if they don't show up, it is what it is. But we'll go me and you until they show up, if they show up. So what's been going on, man? Well, how's the interview world been treating you? Uh, Everything been going real good, man. So far, I can't really complain. Um, I just came back from doing a uh, convention in North Carolina, so that was cool. And I did some a few interviews down there. I didn't get as many as I was hoping, but at the same time, it was real cool, you know, going down there. And, you know, I got to see some uh, wrestling as well, which is always cool, some in-person stuff. And, um, yeah, I, th- I think I just had a good time. It was it was fun. And I'm looking forward to putting out the interviews once I get all the add and stuff done. And, yeah, I wanted to show, show you some love as well, man. We de- I've definitely been checking out your interviews and, you know, I'm pretty sure you see them. We cover them on the uh, on the post wrestling site. Uh, whenever you got some good stuff up there, which is always, you know, you always doing some great stuff. No, but of yeah, course I noticed uh, that, 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 that shit. Definitely Thank been you. enjoying uh, the stuff you've been doing as well, man. Especially that interview you did with um, Big Damo. That was real good. Oh, I really appreciate it, my friend. And yeah, coming from you, that means a lot because again, you interview a who's who of who's out there as well. And obviously, you know. It doesn't mean everyone has to interview the same way. Everyone could listen to different people interviewing d- different wrestlers. Like, I don't understand. Like, it's the same thing in wrestling. The same people who just watch WWE or who just watch AEW. It's like, why? Why don't you expand? Why don't you see different ways? And you get different aspects. Because, like, in your case, look at all the shit you pull out from different podcasts that haven't been said on other podcasts. So, if people don't listen, they would never know, right? Yeah, I, I try to, um, with the... Uh but the news updates that I do on post, I always try to, um, you know, find stuff that hasn't been talked about. Because I mean, even when you like hear from a like a wrestler that like they normally don't do a lot of interviews, it doesn't mean that they haven't done those interviews. Like I would say, like around like the 2014, 2013, like around that time period. So like it just takes like a quick little like Google search just to see if like they've said similar things before. So I try to like stray away from that. Sure, um, of unless unless it's like new information, like within that, you know, reiterated information that they've already said. But yeah, man, regardless of like how I cover news, anybody else cover news, I don't really think it's no sad way. I think you just, you know, do what works for you. And if it works for you, then who give a fuck what anybody else got to say? <laughs> well, that's it. And plus you have to play towards your audience. Like obviously our audiences exactly. are probably different because I don't only have wrestlers on the show. Right. So when it's when it's someone who's listening that's a non-wrestling fan i have to ask i call them the five questions of doom like when did you start wrestling like who do you want to like all those things just so people could get a grasp of what type of person they are but then after that it's whatever comes up comes up but in your case yeah you can't be asking the same questions over and over because then people will be like what the fuck is this shit he has a template all he keeps doing is the same thing over and over why should i listen yeah i mean i mean and even if uh even if that's if that is the case, I mean, I, I think for real, for real, you just gotta do what works best for you. Like if that if that's the style that works for you, then I think you should do that. Like don't. Well, one thing I always tell people, like it's a it's a well, not tell people, but like one thing I always think is like it's okay to like want to switch stuff up and do like different stuff, but also do do stuff that's comfortable for you and stuff that makes you feel to make the process smoothly in terms of doing interviews and stuff. So if that if that sure. works for you, then I think you should hundred percent do that and like. Not not try to 
take yourself out of a comfort zone unnecessarily just because you internally feel like you shouldn't be doing something, you shouldn't be saying something. Like, you, you, I don't think you should. Be, I don't think any like even just not not even just solely in professional wrestling covering that, but like just in anything. Like, if you that you got like a certain groove mm-hmm. and you like that groove, you, you, like you don't have to cater to anybody else. I feel like the only per, only person that you should be catering to in the sense of how you like your presentation and what will make everything smoother for you is yourself. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, like you said, there's so many ways, so many things, as long as you're happy, as long as you enjoy what you're doing, because I always said, if I don't enjoy what I'm doing, like, trust me, and you could contest, there's some stressful days, like, for example, today, right? And it's like, but there's more good than there is bad. So even though you're stressed out half of the time, it, it really outweighs, like you said, to sit there and talk to people and pull information from people and being on the same level as some of the people we talk to it's like that's that's satisfying in its own right right but uh, i don't know but in your opinion what do you think is the worst thing about the interview game and what you do on your end uh i don't i don't really think it's a worst. i don't th- really think it's the worst part like to be honest with you like i i don't really see like the like i don't, I don't really see any like negatives to it in terms of like what i do specifically like i mean if, if you had to like pick one i guess it would be like when you don't get an interview that you really wanted, but I mean, you know, that, that's just the shit that come with it and that's just going to happen. So like, I mean, you can't like really be weeping over it or be upset about it. Like it just is what it is. And you just got to move on to the next one. So that's true. I don't really think it's like a negative or a negative too. At least that, that's just from my perspective. Like I just don't, I, I find it fun like that covering that and covering news. Like it don't feel like a job. It's just like me doing something that I always wanted to do and like just having fun with it. And like I feel like once you once you have something that you really like on that level, and it starts becomes it starts to feel like work, then I think that's when you know exactly it might be time to you know go go ahead and move on to something for that. But it, it has never felt like I take like immense joy and pride in my work, like literally, like it. it oh, I, I really enjoy it. like I, I get like a like a like a rush from mm-hmm. like doing this weirdest shit. And you know what? I, I could contest. Like, after this, like, uh, like now I, I don't understand, but it's probably a hundred times more when people actually perform in front of, like, live audiences. But I totally get it. After I'm done, even if it's people I know, it doesn't matter. Something about the mic light being on and the record light and doing something and taking notes just brings up my drum, gets me hyper. And I have to, like, calm down for, like, an hour after pretty much every interview I do. And it's not that it's a bad thing. I, I f- fucking love it. And, yeah, l- like you said, one, I think once that goes away, or I feel like I'm dragging my feet. Yeah, it's time to hang him up, as they say. Yeah, for sure. Nah, I just agree with you. Now, what about outside of wrestling? Have you ever thought of interviewing any other type of genre or any aspect of entertainment out there? Yeah, man. Hell yeah. Like, I, I've always wanted to like start interviewing like basketball players, okay, and football players, and stuff. But I, I don't, I don't know, like, <laughs> where, where do where do I start? Like, I, of course, I've like reached out. To people, and I, I've gotten close twice. I, I tried to get um, Josh Childress okay. that played with the Atlanta Hawks, of course, and, and in, the, in the early two thousands. And I remember I had a conversation with him, and I, I think I had him. And then I think it was a, a miscommunication on my part, on terms of the, in, in regards to the days. So I fucked that up. 
<laughs> that, that's my fault. Like, I, I, that, that's my ill right there. And then I remember uh, I tried to get Michael Red, who used to play for the Milwaukee Bucks. Yep. And he, he, he didn't like, outright say it, but he like essentially said that like, I guess like my channel was like too small because he like asked for my like view count. And again, I could contest because I, I don't only do wrestling. It, to me, it's not that it's easier, but I find it's not as stressful as trying to book guests. Because obviously in the wrestling world, there's so many, but again, there's so many wrestlers. So even if you do this for 30 years, you could go through the whole list of wrestlers and not hit them twice. You know what I mean? But you still have to stay within that genre. And again, I, that's why I tip my hat off to you every time. Like your interviews are fantastic. It's like, you always have to have new material, so to speak. So it's not always the same old drivel like I was saying before. And to me, I find that uh, that would fucking stress me out. I don't know how you do it, my friend. Uh, I try my best, man. But um, it's also like just being, like having people help you along the way. Like, of course, I had people that, you know, they like put me in position to do certain interviews and stuff like that. So it's not just me 24 seven, like, you know, it's, it's people that help you along the way and put you in connections with those people that can help you get to, you know, get in connect, get, in, you know, get, 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 get connected to another person that you probably wouldn't have been able to get connected to had you not had that middle person there. So right. it, is, it, it all comes with, you know, all that and, you know, make sure that you have the people that, you know, that, that you are able to establish those relationships with within this space that can, you know, help you, get connected to those people that you probably wouldn't have been able to on your own. Yeah, exactly. No, for sure. And okay. I want to touch on some like recent stuff that's going on. Cause this is literally going to drop tomorrow. So this is going to be fresh. So what's going on with WWE? Cause you obviously you cover everything. Okay. How about this? Before we get to WWE, if, in, if you only had one promotion to cover for the rest of your career doing wrestling, what promotion would you pick? <laughs> I know. Right? Uh, If I if I had to like choose one that I could just not not even just promotion but like a specific scene okay that I could cover for the rest of for the rest of my and I, and I can't cover the other ones I would one hundred percent pick the independent scene and like oh, okay I, I, I would I, I would I would base like if if I couldn't cover AEW WWE right Impact and like the only thing I could ever cover was the independent scene I would be okay with that because the range is. Yeah. It's it's variety. Like even if 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 I was if I was just covering AEW or WWE or Impact solely, I would get so fucking bored. Like just the fact that it's just set. No, no, no I'm, not, I'm not saying the product is boring. I'm saying no, like, I get it. It's just like like the same shit. 
Like, yeah. but I know in the independent scene, like I might see some of the same wrestlers, but like there's so much different stuff out there You're and right. a variety of different stuff. And I, I really enjoy. Like, I remember I think it was on the day of the 2022 Royal Rumble, I had went to this uh, independent show in, yeah. in Maryland, and like seeing some of these wrestlers, but who I've never seen a day in my life. I'm like, I'm talking about not on IWTV. Not on any other independent show that I've been to. Like I've never, like, people I've never seen in my life. Right, right. And like I always, I always like seeing people like test out these new characters because you know this not gonna be something they're gonna be doing five, six years from that. Mm-hmm. Like they just throwing shit at the wall, seeing what sticks, seeing what works. Like trying to get a reaction from the crowd. And, like that mm-hmm. was like one of the funnest shows I've been to because they was just trying shit. You know what I'm saying? They was just trying different stuff. Look like trying out different looks and different moves and all this cool stuff and I, I just found that like really interesting especially because the crowd was like very interactive as well so that helped but yeah if, if I if, just to answer your question like if I had to choose like one specific space to cover it would definitely be the independent scene over anything because I feel like I would get more fulfillment and like I would feel less stuck than covering a specific promotion no and, and that's a good call because even in when there was no competition for WWE if it wasn't for TNA popping up I think I would have jumped off the, the wagon and not been a wrestling fan because I couldn't just do it sole just WWE stuff at the time because to me I, like coming off of the Attitude Era obviously you know that's what what, uh, what was in my heyday and then to see that product afterwards like I know that some people grew up on that product but that was not for me and like I said if I didn't have options fuck who knows where I would be right now I would not be talking to you that's for sure yeah uh, like we, 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 when you in terms of your like you know, you getting into TNA, like what, what were some of the highlights that you can remember from that point in time, from that point in time of your fandom? Like, oh my I god, well, well this is when Styles and the yeah, of course, yeah. this is when the when their pay per views were all popping, like the crazy uh, yeah, uh, what's his name, uh, Elex Skipper <laughs> off the top of the cage with yeah. uh, with uh, what's his name, was it Storm or was it the, the other dude that he flipped over? Was it Storm? No, that was uh, was that American? No, that that was uh. That, that, I think that was America's Most Wanted. Right, wasn't it? Okay, well, anyways, yeah, that match, obviously, anything with Samoa Joe, yeah, the three-way dance with Styles and Daniels, that too, like, all that stuff, even up to, you know what I really started falling off, oddly enough, was when the whole Bischoff error came into play. Then it was like, then I was like, okay, I, then I tuned in, and then I f- hopped back again, and then once that whole Dixie Carter towards the end of that, and then when everyone started going to NXT, it was like, okay, I'm I'm done, and now I'm I'm back in when it's, when it became impact afterwards. So now I'm watching it not regularly, but I'll watch their pay-per-views. Yeah. Impact, they're doing some really solid work right now. To be honest with you, I feel like impact is all like for the past four years, impact has had like some really solid television. Like I haven't watched it all, but like I keep, it's, it's, it's very easy to keep up with it because I like cover the news. So like, I always know what's going on even when I can't watch like a full show. Impact does like really solid work. And they really do, and they always have for like quite some time. And they try to implement new storylines, and you know, try different stuff. And you know, they they they, they bring in fresh faces uh, here and yep, there. I like, like that. Yeah. And, and, and all, in all honesty, bro, like I, I would have loved to have seen um, AJ Styles compete at that Slammiversary show. Like I, I know that oh. chances of that chances of that happened, it was like slim to none. And I, I wasn't even getting that in my head, but I think it would have been real cool for him to come back one last time. Like, of course, that was still under the Vince McMahon regime. 
So like that shit definitely wasn't happening. But if, if, I, I'm curious as to if you know this new regime now with uh, you know Triple H leading the creative charge and Stephen McMahon and Nick Khan being CEO, like co CEOs, like if a talent uh, the um, stature of an AJ Styles was like, hey, you know, I want to go back for this one night. You know, would you guys be cool with that? And if, you know, you guys did collaborate with Impact in a way, somewhat kind of. In, in, in a way, um, you know, this past January for the Rumble when Mickey came in, you know, they acknowledged the Impact Knockouts World Championship and stuff like that, even though Mickey was not under contract. Like, right. she's not signed to Impact. So, like, it wasn't like it was some, like, contractual thing. Like, she's a free agent. She can do what the hell she want to do. But, like, yeah, yeah. the fact that they acknowledged the Impact Knockouts World well, Championship, I was like, well, that's cool. That was cool. That, that was, was real cool. Yeah. That was real cool. Well, before we get to the new regime, who do you think is the face of TNA slash Impact? Do you think it still is AJ Styles? You, wait, you, you talking about present day? No, I'm saying like in a nutshell, like you know how All people time. say the face of WWF was Hulk Hogan, the face of Attitude was awesome. Like, what was TNA's like impact aside? Sorry, just just the TNA era. You think it was AJ Styles, or not like Samoa Joe or Daniels or someone like that? Ah, uh, man, like that's. I, I, I feel like I'm gonna say something, and then like an hour later, I'm like, oh, I should have said this name. So I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with a. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with a Mount Rushmore for you, of people. Well, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna name five people who I think would be like okay. Top five is be perfect. in that conversation. Love it. I'm okay, gonna say go gotta throw AJ in there. Yeah. I wanna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna throw Gil Kim in there. Good shout out. I, I, I really, I really like what Gil Kim did during her. See, see, but now, like. See, see, now, now that I say that, I'm like, okay, Gil Kim, but I don't want to leave out Awesome Kong as well because even though Shit. she, like, yeah. but she, she had a lot of the key moments during that time period, and she played a big role in like the uprise of a Gil Kim and a and a um, Taylor Wilde in, in terms of like having that big, um, big marquee moment in terms of like the 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 smaller wrestler overcoming the giant type thing and getting those big crowd reactions and stuff like that. She played a role in that, but I'm gonna say. Um, and shout out, shout out to Kia Stevens on Awesome Kong as well. Like she, she's a, um, one of the greats and uh, hell so of a fucking actor too. Like that work yep. she did in Glow was crazy. Loved it, I know. But um, yeah, I'm gonna say AJ. Throw Gail in there. Mm-hmm. Gotta throw Christopher Daniels in there. Okay. Um, me, me personally, I, I I can't think about that early 2000s TNA okay. without thinking about Abyss. Like oh. that's just a personal thing. Like I've always enjoyed that character, okay, and I'm okay. like slightly, slightly sick that he never took that opportunity to go to WWE and do the uh, I know that WrestleMania match with the Undertaker, knowing that that was on the table. But at the same time, I'm kind of glad he didn't because I mean, well, not, not glad he didn't, but he, you, like he was gonna fucking lose. You know what I'm saying? Like he was gonna <laughs> lose, but you know what I'm saying? Like they they, they was not about to get that man from an outside company. Undertaker Street like that shit was just not happening but it, it, it would have been cool to see that happen um, but yeah AJ, Gail um, Christopher Daniels Abyss and for number five man what, 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 I'm, what I'm thinking what I'm thinking about like TNA like people that's like within the fabric of the company and had been a part of that fabric like it, it still is a part of that fabric mm-hmm. But you got to throw Eric Young in there. Oh, that's got a good to. one too. You got to throw Eric Young. He's still there, so 
well, he came back, but you know what I mean. Like he's still within that fabric of TNA slash Impact. So yeah, that, those would be my those would be my five. But like I'm I'm, I'm struggling to keep it, uh, Kia Stevens out there uh, out, of, out of that list because I, I really like the work that she did. Like especially sometimes when I not, not all the time, but I like go back and like watch certain matches and stuff like that and just like see how like very strategic she was in terms of like how she put her stuff together and how she presented her character and things of that sort. So yeah, big, big shout out to Awesome Kong. I, I definitely feel bad about leaving her out, but shout out to her. Yeah, and I'll throw two other names out there because you didn't mention Samoa Joe, obviously. And yeah, yeah, you have to throw in Jeff Jarrett. Like, where would TNA be without Jeff Jarrett? My, my world, <laughs> Jeff Jarrett. So, looks like the second guest has made it today after all. A grandmaster of Sicilian Jiu-Jitsu and best known for his run in Lucha Underground and his current work with West Coast Pro. The pizza-eating, boob-loving, video-game-playing... Professional wrestler Vinny Massaro. Hello. Uh, yeah. No. Sorry. That popped me hard. That was a fucking. Uh, <laughs> that was a really good intro. I don't know. I, I might just hire you from now on just to uh, introduce me to the ring because that was pretty. I gotta. I gotta start adding boob lover somewhere in my in my wrestling. Uh, uh, you know, like uh, my nickname. I don't know how. I don't know. The, the, I don't know. We'll figure it out. But that was awesome. Thank you, guys. Thank you for having me. Sorry I'm a little late. I'm an idiot because I saw 12, and I'm like, all right, I got time. I got lunch on my lunch break. I'll come in. And then I was like, EST. I'm like, hmm, I think that's, uh, I think that's three hours. That's like 9 o'clock for me, and then I scrambled. So that's my bad. Uh, California guy, you blame me. I'm an idiot. No, it's all good. You've been resting for a while, so, you know, the shots to the head do mount up after this a few years. This is true. Years. I got CT. I got CTE. I'm an old man. I mean, I'm I'm barely. I mean, I'm just. I, you, you're lucky. I got the right day. Shit. <laughs> oh, that's a, okay. No, first off the bat, why a boob guy? Why not an ass guy, a lay guy, or you know what draws you towards boobs, my man, friend? I need to know. Listen, 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 my friend. Uh, for some weird, for some weird reason, okay, being a boob guy now is like the like the weirdest thing like everyone's just an ass man and i'm like i respect listen i respect the asses that's that's great but i will forever be i think it's just because i grew up like by the time i hit puberty it was like the 90s and like every porn every porn star had the just gigantic like fake tits true and that's all i remember plus my wife has gigantic fake tits (laughs) which i love so well that helps that helps what about you andrew you a boob guy or you an ass man ass man Ah. ah, all right. I see. I see that. I see. That, I see. I see. That. Listen, go. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna throw away, you know, like a big <laughs> ass or anything. But the first thing I notice, dude, I'm so bad. Sometimes I'll be, I'll be talking to, to like somebody, and I'll just be like, look down, and then I'll look oh, up, gosh. and they're just staring me. And I'm like, fucking idiot. I'm like, such a dork. Oh but my god. I can't help it. I just can't help it. Yeah, you know what? When I was younger, I was the same way with you, Vinny. It was like. The 90s, the 80s, there was the fake boob star, Pamela Anderson era, you know, that broke up all the the big boobs and stuff, right? So, yeah, I was definitely a boob guy when I was younger. But then I, went, I met my wife, and that's it. Game changer, you know, she's Latin, so she has that nice little round booty, so that's it. Now I'm, I'm an ass guy till I die. Uh, well, my, my wife is Latin too, but she's, she's, got, she's got a nice rack. If anyone <laughs> follows me on Instagram or Twitter, you know what I'm talking about. Well, that's what I actually wanted to talk about the last time you were on, because we didn't even get to touch it. Your appearance on Howard Stern, because I had no yeah, idea. 
God bless, God bless. Like, I had no idea you were on the, the show. Like, okay, you got to rewind this. How did it all just come about? How did you make your okay, appearance? So I, okay, so I'm a humongous Howard Stern fan. Like, the biggest Howard Stern guy. And I love okay. Artie Lang. Uh-huh. So then when uh, Howard Stern got married, like, he got married to Beth. Okay. Everyone was like, oh, my God, this is the, the, the ugliest dude married the hottest chick, like, of all time. Like, you know, when you, know, when you see, like, a, a famous person. Sure. So Howard's like, hey, man. Let's do a contest. Uh, hot wife, ugly guy. And I was like, you know what? This is my chance to shine. Because my wife is super hot. And everyone, like my whole entire life, everyone's like, everyone's like, who's that? I go, that's my wife. He goes, are you fucking kidding me? Like everyone just like loses their mind. I go, not because I, I'll, you know, personally, I don't think it's because I'm, I'm hideous or anything. Sure. But it's because she's so freaking hot. Yeah. That it's just like, what is happening? And so I was like, you know what? This is my chance. Like, plus, the That's best part is that they, because they asked you for pictures of when of your like your wedding day. Okay. And when I got married, and when I got married, I, I like I like uh, took time off of wrestling. I like uh-huh. just I was super. I didn't even work out. I didn't do shit. So I I was like super overweight. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I look I look more hideous than I am now, if you can believe that. <laughs> but uh, it was great Jesus. though, because like uh, once I got there, they're like Howard Stern's like. I don't know why you're in this contest. I mean, your wife is hot, but you're not hideous. And I was like, all right, God bless. Well, there you so go. I got, you know, they were like, they were saying, I look like, uh, they'd say I look like Sean Penn and fucking Artie, Artie, I don't know what he was, I don't know what he was thinking, but he said, I look like Leonardo DiCaprio. I was like, oh, sure. all right, you have to, I'll, I'll take that. I go, you, you trying to, you trying to join in or something? What's going on? Artie? <laughs> but, uh, well, it is Howard Stern. That's, you know, that's shit's normal. But I got to, Right, but I listen. I got to. I, they flew me out to New York. I got to be on oh, the shit. show. Okay. They, they gave me. They gave me like five hundred dollars. I was third place, and I. Was, oh, wow. And I got to. And I got, And Ari was like, you know, me and Ari were talking, shooting the shit, and right. he gave me his number, and, and I got to go to like his uh his comedy show when he when he came to the Bay Area like a month later. So there you go. To me, it was worth it. My wife didn't get naked. I didn't show my my penis. So you, you know, know what? Like, That's it true. It could have gone way worse, right? Oh, it could have been so worse. Like, I could have been like, uh, you know, they, they could have made fun of me. They could have, you know, just the, the stupid, stupid stuff that I would have made my wife ride the Sibian or something weird. You know right. what I mean? I'm like, nope, none of that. It was great. Yeah, but were you guys prepared for that if it went that way? Did you guys have that discussion? Like, okay, what's our limit here? What, what are we going to do on the show? Oh, yeah, we ha- we was we were very prepared. We okay. My wife was like, I'm not doing any of that shit. I'm like, okay, okay. okay. Cause she's not a Howard Stern fan. She thinks he's, you know, she's, like every woman, she thinks he's a, you know, like sure. a womanizing, you know, piece of piece of ass. You know what I mean? Of course. So, of course, she was like, "I'm listen." She looked at me. She goes, "I'm not getting naked. I'm not, you know, I'm not tonguing some girl, and I'm not getting on that. I'm not getting on that stupid machine that every girl regrets the next day." I'm oh, like, that's okay, no right. Problem. I know, no kidding. Andrew, uh, I know it's after your time, but have you uh, ever been a Howard Stern fan, or have you ever listened to his older shit? Not, not that I don't. The only thing I ever knew Howard Stern from is the, well, but I've I seen like some of his interviews in the past, like the, the old radio stuff that he used to do with okay. reference from time to time. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's stuff I say, but like I'm not like super, super familiar with like Howard Stern's work, but they definitely understand like the, um, the magnitude and you know, in which he generates and all that stuff, and why, why people uh, like him. Yeah, right. exactly. Do you still listen to him today, Vinny? Because I, I stopped listening no, to him once he went to Satellite. I, yeah, I, I stopped listening when he got to Satellite, and he kind of, 
after the whole Artie thing left, I kind of was a little bit listening, but not really. And then when he got yeah, to the satellite, that was me too. And he started, he started being like too friendly towards, like he started being nice. I didn't like that. <laughs> I want, I want mean, mean Howard Stern. Well, that's the problem. He ended up started doing therapy. He had a wife he actually enjoyed. So, what does he have to be angry about? <laughs> yeah, well, he was just he was like he was like nice to like all the the, the you know all the famous people because he wanted to be in, in like uh, you know he wanted to be included in all the like the Hollywood uh, uh, you know parties. So sure. he, he couldn't he could you can't be a complete asshole to everybody and then be expected to get invited to like all the parties. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's so true. It's so true. Well, okay, let's get back to wrestling here because me and Andrew were about to just talk about the new regime that's going on in WWE. As a fan, I'm excited. I don't know how you guys are feeling about this, if you even think there is going to be a change. I think we've already started seeing the building blocks towards change, but that's just me. What are your guys' opinion? Uh, Okay, okay, I'll kick it off. Um, Well, there's obvious change. Uh, you know they're bringing back the uh, you know the the you know the guys they release. So there's an, and they're bringing them to the main roster. So there's exactly. obviously a change. Now, is there going to be like this monumental change where they do they start do, you know doing different stuff? I'm not too sure. Um, you know what I mean? It's uh like if you know if it's hard to it's hard to say because it's still a you know it's still a company, still a business, and I'm sure they're still. Um, you know, like uh, eventually, there's going to be still uh, people that they answer to. I still don't think like Vince is completely out. I still think Vince is like there, some somewhere, somehow, just behind the scenes and not. I it's it's going to be a, a big, you know, there's change. There's definitely change. I just I don't know about like in the big in the big long run of things. Uh, because obviously there's a, you know, there's still investors and you know they're still going to answer to like the bigger you know networks you know, the, the that so i don't know how much they can completely change like i don't think they're going to change the whole structure they'll do some booking here and there but you know i i was i i used to think that like vince was still going to be somewhere around there just because of all you know like i don't think vince would ever leave but after the story where like yesterday where there's another they found another payment I know, right i think he might be done because I think he, they said they're saying that he used the WWE money to make the payment, which is not, you know, as as a investor or you know, especially if you have a yep. like a business like that, that you can't do that for obvious reasons. Um, of course. So I don't, you know, I I was thinking like he's still like he's not going to be like in there, like you know, but he's still going to be like, hey, hey, Triple H, you know, let me let me talk to you. But I don't know <laughs> if we if the next the next pay per view. Um, um, what's his What's his guy's name? The guy who's who's got the money in the bank briefcase right now? Uh, theory, theory, yeah, yeah. If if the, if theory gets complete jobbed out, <laughs> then we know Vince is completely out because that's the only. That's true. I think the, that's the only guy that Vince likes. <laughs> you know what? You, you yeah, you got a point there. It's so true. Let's see what happens with that. Yeah. What, what about you, Andrew? Uh, yeah, to, to definitely to Vinny's point. Um, I, I, I would say like early on. Like probably like, a, like when when that when that story first broke, I think it was like early, like mid June when the story first came out about the uh, sexual misconduct uh, allegations out there against Vince. Like I, I thought that he definitely was still going to be around. He was like he was still leading the creative and all that. But like once they made that announcement.
announcement that he's like out of the creative completely and like you know of course he had already took it himself on tv and then of course with that story that Vinny just brought up from yesterday when they found out that that he was like making these unrecorded expenses like worth yep. let's say five million dollars and like he has like a what they said they say he had like a total of like almost 20 million dollars of like unrecorded stuff like he's oh my god that, for like, that, yeah. it was that much holy <laughs> shit yeah like t- t- like t- together together uh, he he like it's 19 i think it's 19.6 or 19.5 Jeez. million dollars that like he he did not document at all and like this, this like this was dating back to like 2007 so like he's been doing wow. this shit like for for a long time and they like and, and, and the thing was like wwe they they filed this so like it wasn't like from, from um you know like from an outside source like they publicly announced this information that vince had did that so i i definitely think they packing vince up like they getting him the fuck out of here like i, I so i mean <laughs> you got like, no I, chance <laughs> like but, but he, I, I think he is still like um to, to Vinny's point, like in terms of like what people, like why people think he's still like involved, is because he, I think he still does own like a good majority of the stock. But I, but I don't think he has like any control or anything like that. Like he's, I think he's like out from like that that standpoint. So, uh, but but in terms of like a change in the product, I mean, I, I think like you said, Steve, I think we're already seeing those changes. Like like I was I was joking on the. Um, you know, Steve, you know the podcast we do over on Post Wrestling, yeah, um, the Rewind the Raw show. I, I was joking, with, I was joking with John, and I was like, "Man, if, if you was part of Triple H NXT, like from that 2016, <laughs> 2019 period, and you still in WWE, motherfucker, you just hit the jackpot, right? That's right. I'm telling you, Johnny, bro, Johnny, Johnny Gargano was waiting for that phone call. And I'm like, <laughs> how much? How much can I purchase in this company? <laughs> Like like the Tommaso Champa's Kevin. Oh Owens. yeah, yeah. The, Kevin Owens like too. They, you see they, it already. We, Elias is going to come back saw, for sure. You you saw it last night. I mean on um on the most recent uh, Monday Night Raw. Oh. Like they you can already tell they started to get the little seeds planted for KO to go back to that sort of yep. original presentation that he had yes. before he you know mixed in the. <clears throat> but I'm, I'm not gonna say mix, I'm gonna say before he got more versatile. In terms of like you know getting more funny and stuff like that, so right. that, that's about to be cool. And you know you got your champions and I Ricky think Ricochet. Oh, Ricochet! fucking getting wins on TV after disappearing <laughs> for more than how long? Like just, no, no more main I event. No more main event. Ricochet, God bless, God bless. <laughs> no, no, no more main event. Like I, I, I think we're gonna see like the Mustafa Ali's and Cedric yeah. Alexander's and and of all that. Like I'm t- like if you, if you was a part of like that NXT or like that cruiserweight classic or like yeah. anything yeah. that was that that was spearheaded by triple h during that time period bro like you like it's, it, it, it's not even a thing of you needing to prove yourself there because he probably fucking had you in the first place so he knows so so like it like, and, and if you see you even the same with uh i i, I think i think the most like shining example out of all that is is cross because like the yeah. way that triple h presented him at that Triple H presented him in NXT, like it, it was clear as day that Triple H like fucking loved this dude. Like <laughs> he, he saw, he like he, like it, it was clear it was like he he like really liked Cross, right? And like yeah, now, he's like he's like hol- he's like holy shit, this is the guy I I wish I could wrestle when I was you know probably in, in, you know yeah totally he would, he, he Pro- would probably if, if, yeah. if Cross if Cross was around he'd be in uh, 
in the in that one group that he oh, was evolution? With, fucking, with Batista. Yeah, he would have been in Cross would have been in evolution one thousand percent. Sorry, no no offense, no offense, Batista, you're out. That's what he probably <laughs> I go, Batista, get the oh, fuck shit. out of here. You you go with Devon. Nah, nah, but for real, like um <laughs> like like with, with with Cross coming back and, and that like I, I think for like even when they came up to the main roster, like he, he, he like me me personally, like I felt like that that promo that Adam Cole cut on Cross like was that last year. Mm-hmm. I felt like that did like the biggest disservice to this dude because like the way that what, what, I don't know if people remember it, but like you could eat oh, whatever it. like people dude. It, the, 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 the shit was the fact that Adam Cole like everything he said was true. Like I, it, it would be so different if he was just saying stuff and it sounded good. But like when you really like look at what he was saying in terms of like the like if you strip away Scarlet when you strip away. The, the lights and the cameras and the cool inches and all that. Mm-hmm. What do you have in this character? And it was planned as shit. And like when he said that, it was right. like, damn, like it, 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 it made people think. But, but like at the same time, I always look at it like this, bro. It's, bro, and, and I, like well, when, I, when I say it's pro wrestling, I don't mean that like in a demeaning, but I mean that in a, in a way where someone controls the, the outcome and how people are presented. Right. You can make anybody a star. Like you just have to make people care, and if you make Thank people you. care, yep. then that person will feel like a big deal. People are going to listen to like when you look at when you look at like a uh, like a Orange Cassidy in AEW, right? And I really like Orange. They present Orange as a big deal. Like he feels like a big deal, and mm-hmm. you can slot him into any position, and it works. And the reason why we think that is because AEW tells us that Orange Cassidy. <laughs> right. Look at so, look at Hook. I mean, look at Hook. Look at Hook. Hook. Like you yeah. know. Exactly. Like the best example, like the dude does two moves, but because everyone, everyone thinks he's like you know they just they, they say oh my god here comes Hook and then if you freak out, <laughs> of course they want to see him win. You know what I mean? Yeah. I about to say Penny on top of what you're saying. Hey, and I was about to say on top of what you're saying, AEW is telling you that Hook is a big deal. Yeah. So you're going to exactly. believe that he's a big deal. <laughs> exactly. They're like he's this like his debut is coming up. It, it, of course, everyone's like excited. Holy, well, who's this guy? Who the hell is this guy? Who the, you know, just the same way, you know, when you watch a movie and, uh, you know, you, you know, Thanos comes out from this giant fucking cloud of, of smoke. <laughs> you're like, okay, that's, that must be the most evil man in the whole fucking universe. You know what I mean? Yep. If, he, if he just, ste- if he just steps out of a fucking little car and like, hey guys, I'm Thanos. You're like, oh, the fuck's this dork? You know what I mean? <laughs> it's the same shit. It's all on how you. It's all on how you present it. No, it's so true. Yeah, I totally agree myself. That. Like, and now, how about this? Do you guys think there is gonna be a true forbidden door? Like, here, I'm gonna put this out there in the universe because I really, I know it's probably gonna be too early, but hopefully for next year, Survivor Series have every fucking major promotion at that event, and everyone brings no a chance. four or five man team. No fucking chance. Come on. A million dollars, no fucking chance that happens. Not even, like, dude, come, brother, brother, you, like, come on. Like, the, 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 the chances of, like, some, like, peace festival type <laughs> shit happening, it's, it's, it's not happening, bro. Like, no, it's, 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 especially with, like, AEW, like, I, I, I'm, 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 like, AEW and WWE, but the chances of that shit happening, it's, it's not, like, specifically because of the fact that, like, these are, like, two, like, rivals, bro. And, like, sure. on, on the top of that, you got Tony Khan and Triple H. Like, 
see, like these two are like essentially compete not, not not competing for the talent, but at the same time, like you had like now that Triple H is sort of leading the charge, you have like a legit option for most of these wrestlers. And, and not saying that oh, geez, most wrestlers yeah. are looking at WWE because the the, the you know you that's a, a way to be able to take care of yourself and earn a good living. So of course you're looking at that as an option anyway. But now on top of that, you get booked good doing it too. So like of course you're gonna look at right. that as an option now. So I, I I just can't see them two coming together. Now in terms of like a WWE working with other companies, now I think that that is way more likely now that Triple H is overseeing it because he sort of okay. has his like it like it to the ground and, and, and like way better, way 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 better than Vince McMahon ever could. Like that this was so far gone from like any any <laughs> type of shit happening like that in terms of like. A, like a legit collaboration, like yeah. outside of that, uh, out, like I hope we talked about outside of that stuff they did with Impact early this year. Like, well, I don't even think of the stuff they just mentioned their, their championship on TV, which was which was cool. But um, in terms of like a, a like a legit collaboration, like how Vinny said, I, I I don't see any chance no, of like like all these. There's no like, way. It's no way. It's no way, bro. No, there's no way. Uh, it, I don't. Yeah, no, I, I don't think. Well, <laughs> how about this? Like, for example, uh, for AEW, they would throw in all ex WWE guys. So throw in Jericho, throw in Moxley, like those type of guys. Not guys who have never appeared on WWE, so then they don't get the sort of rub or whatever. And then, you know, it's okay. sort of like a homecoming. Okay, 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 okay. Hold on, hold on. Hypothetical sure. that happens. Okay. okay. What's, what's the, so tell me the match. Go ahead. So, do. Survivor do, Series. Okay, Survivor Series. Jericho, this is Jericho. <laughs> Yeah, Christian's hey, another one. Let's do it. Hey, Vinny, let's do it like this, right? You, you, you got AEW talent. I got WWE talent. I, I got to sit down with Vinny, right, Steve? Okay, okay, perfect. Let's say me and Vinny, let's, let's, let's say me and Vinny booking the show. Vinny representing AEW. I'm representing WWE. Sounds good. Vinny, Vinny, we sitting down, right? Vinny, like, okay, I want Chris Jericho versus Roman Reigns, right? Well, well matter of fact, let's do it like this. Vinny, your, your, your world champion is, is, is Moxley or CM Punk. The first thing Vinny going to say is, well, you know, I, I would prefer if CM Punk went over. I'm be like, well, fuck you. That's not happening. You know tell me if it's just not that simple, bro. Because, like, it, it's like, you guys, at, 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 at some point. Bad. It's not even. It's, yeah, it's so far gone. It is, I mean, look, look, at, look at look at the fucking look at that forbidden door. They had. That's, there's a reason why there was a bunch of uh, four ways and six mans. That's true. Yeah. Nobody wants to. Nobody wants to take the fucking pin. That's the problem. Yeah, and that's why champion versus but, champion but, never works, right? No, no. With, no, with like no. The, 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 with the forbidden door show, the, the reason I, I think it did work the way it, it worked because I, I think that. Uh, AEW and New Japan, they they that, you you could tell both sides were like sort of like they they were unselfish, like in regards to like who can lose and stuff like that, and and they also did a good job of like putting that card together to make sure it wasn't like right. all just strictly AEW versus New Japan, and and, and even like right. it, even when there were matches like that, it was like and, and and no disrespect to some of the some of the guys, but it was like clear cut. Who should win versus? Okay, this is just like a, 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 like a presentation match for the for the Tyler who's clearly presented in a higher regarding than the person that they're facing or the people that they're facing. So it, it didn't seem like a big deal if an AEW talent beat a New Japan talent or a New Japan talent beat an AEW talent. It just seemed yeah, yeah. like and, and, and even with a like on the pre-show, that I think they did a, a um, like like a match with like Lance Archer or something like that. And he was going into the G One. 
So like him beating wow. a new Japan guy, it's like it really doesn't do anything to any side because like Lance is like literally about to head to New Japan in like three weeks and be there for like the next month of his career. So like you know it really doesn't matter. So like I I think with stuff like I think that they just formatted that card really good. But like an AEW New Japan, an AEW and WWE card, I I, no I, I, can't, I can't see. I, I can't see them sit down and like coming to something like in a like a, unless we just going to do a car with just like AEW versus AEW and WWE. Yeah, I was just going to say something like how shit. how the last Ric Flair match was where MLW was there, TNA, everyone like or Impact, whatever. Like you know what I mean? Something like that, I guess, would work. But again, oh, who, that, that, that 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 was actually cool. That, <laughs> that undercard that they had, like that that was like I think so too. Like really, yeah, that was that was, like, really I, good. That was good. Yeah, uh, that was. But I mean, uh, the problem with WWE is. They were. If it's a WWE event, they're never gonna be like, oh yeah, yeah, we're gonna have our guys lose. It never fucking happens. Yeah, so no, it's, it's not You're gonna right. happen. Yeah. And especially they got so much. They got so much money that they'll just be like, oh, we like this guy, this guy, this guy. We're just gonna hire him, which is gonna be crazy because now, like, what's gonna happen with Adam Cole? What's gonna happen with Cesaro? Right. What's gonna happen with all these? Uh, like all you know, um, you know. Uh, you know, uh, like to, to my O'Reilly, who, Fish. Like, what yeah. is happening? Yeah, what is going to happen with all, you know, hey. like, is, is, is Triple H going to be like, hey, man, when's your contract up? Or is he just going to be like, screw it, just, you know, for, leave him alone? Like, because I heard hey, Cesaro hey, sign, hey, like, three-year. Hey, hey, Vinny, the, the, the funniest time period in terms of, like, Twitter and stuff is going to be next year in 2024 because, like, that's when, like, most people's, like, <laughs> contracts are, like, coming oh, up really? and stuff like that. that, that that's going to be, like, the funniest, like, I'm terms of like the, just like interactions and stuff like that. In terms of like seeing what people are saying, this because it's gonna be hilarious. Like seeing what seeing oh, like girl, all I get uh, you, opinions and I stuff. It's right gonna now. be fun, man. I get to you right now. They're all leaving. You you, you wanna know what? Like because you know Tony Khan, he he had like addressed it in an interview where he was like he got most of these people under like five year deals. Like Adam Cole's locked in for five years. Malachi Black's Ish. locked in for five years. And, you know, he, he, he signed most of these people like these long-term deals, so, like, they can't just, like, up and leave. But at the same time, you, you can't have that mindset that people won't want to get out. Because, I mean, you got a situation, like, even with, uh, I know it's with Ring of Honor, but, like, Jonathan Gresham wanted out. Yeah. Once out. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you can't, <laughs> yeah, you, 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 like, you, 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 can't, you, can't, you can't just assume that just because you got somebody locked in for X amount of years that they won't get yeah, frustrated exactly. or they won't want to test the water yes. somewhere else. and. Listen, if Kevin Durant can leave, <laughs> man, can leave, right? <laughs> that's a good but, analogy. But you, you want to know what? But you want to know what? Like, I, I think, I, I think that now with there being that new regime in place, it, it is going to make it more like enticing for people on the other side, AEW, to yep. be like there is an option. And then seeing and like, bro, even seeing the way that Cody was being booked. Even when uh, Vince was still leading the top, but right. they, they, yeah, was treating, yeah. they was treating Cody like the biggest fucking thing smoking. Like, he, 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 exactly. Like oh yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. 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 Question. Question. What happens when Cody comes back? Oh, he went in the world title, bro. Yeah, of course. Come he on. He went in the world title. What? He went in the world title. What do you think? Well, so do you think Trip Triple H? Oh, no, see, no, see, that, that, see, I see. I see, Vinny. That, that that's the thing, Vinny. That, see, I, I ain't gonna lie. I was thinking about that too. I, I, I think because I don't know. If, yeah. If, yeah, I think, you see, you, like I think there's heat. Now, now if, bro, now, now if, if if it was the other way around, and we were still in that previous like leadership at WWE, I definitely think we would see some along the lines of like Cody coming back in the Rumble or some shit like that. And oh yeah, one thousand percent, one thousand percent. Yeah, 
still there, yeah, if Vince was still there, I would not be surprised if Cody was like right. the last three, maybe even winning it. With Triple H, right. this is a perfect this is a perfect thing for Triple H to be like, Oh, you wanna smash my fucking throne? Cody had like addressed it like after WrestleMania. Like I, I think Triple H had came to like visit him like in his in his truck or something. Sure, like sure, that. sure. And he had like a yeah. Had, like, okay, a like, okay, 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 okay. Hold on, hold on, no, hold on. No, 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 but, but but people probably still had like those like underlying feelings and shit like that. Like what do we people? Oh, I, you know what I'm oh yeah. What do Because like you're like listen, I did that because Vince asked me to. But guess what? I'm in charge now, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so who do you guys think is gonna dethrone Roman then? Probably Drew at Clash of the Castle. Really? That quick, huh?
what, what, I'm, what I'm thinking is they probably like because when you got the, they got this scenario with Drew right now at the Clash of the Castle show, you about to have like fifty thousand some people at the show in the stadium show in the UK, and like even like it, it always fuck because like Drew, Drew's not from fucking Cardiff, like he's from Scotland. Yeah. So like I don't, I mean, but but at the end of the day, it's still his like his backyard, quote unquote. It's like, close enough. Definitely, it's close, it's close enough. It's close, it's close enough. So, like, it, it's going to be that hometown advantage. So, like, the crowd is going to be, like, fucking going crazy for Drew. Right. So, like, it, I think they're in a scenario where, like, okay, you got this, like, 700-day title reign, right? And it's like, okay, how, how long can you truly keep milking this shit before it starts to get more? And, and I ain't going to lie. It, it's, it's already kind of getting, like, just because just, just, like we we've seen it so much, and it's like it's only so many people you can keep throwing out there yeah. at Rome, and that's gonna be interesting. Well, who's, like who's who's left? That's the thing. You ain't got nobody left. left. Which you gonna, you gonna bring? Like, how many fucking <laughs> like, we Brock again? We can't do that. But that's the no, thing. Hell, so no, I think please, that, I think I think what they're the, the question is: do they do they give them? Do they give the fans? And uh, you know where's it? Where's it? Where's it at? Drop Drew, man. Yeah, it's it's Carter Carter Wills. Yeah. So if they if they do they give it do they give them the strap in front of all these people and get that moment like holy shit or yeah. do they had cross fuck them over and just and get cross that monster heat and then let Drew get this get the win back and then be get the road get the rumble match again hey, and then hey, hey, win the hey, title. Hey Vinny, hey Vinny, let me ask you something. As a wrestler, where, where do you in terms of that scenario you, you just put together like? For, for somebody that's like actively doing it, where, where do you draw that line between like, okay, th- that that's like a good reaction for a bad guy versus like the crowd just thinks this whole thing is like complete shit, <laughs> like because I because I, I, I feel like with, I feel like oh you mean like is it, I, is it like there's there's heat so there's heat and then there's the, the, go away the, 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 yeah is the heat break go away heat like do you think that the crowd would be like okay we about to get this big moment for Drew. <laughs> and cross fucks it up, and, and you you think that they would be like, oh man, that's like that's a, good heat, a good, a, that's, that's, that's a good heat. swerve. Or, or, or do, that's, do you think that's so? Good, that's good heat. That's good heat. Okay. That's good heat because that's good heat because um, there's still a payoff. As long as there's a payoff, it's good heat. Like I know what you're hmm. saying is like everyone wants to see you know whatever, but the big moment. If is they shit. know, if, but at the same time, that's not the big. If, like if if he if that happens like at WrestleMania, that's go away. Yeah, okay, Cause right, like, right, right. That's because that's like all right, dude. Like this is like you literally have to give him this chance, and you guys screwed it up. And, and now, if you do it at their hometown and you screw him in their hometown, that's good heat because that's just hey, like hey, everyone's hey, really heat. You know, it, it creates yeah, yeah. Vinny, do you think it would be better if Theory did it? <laughs> oh God, no! Fuck, fucking hey, dude. That guy, that oh my no. See, this is the this is the point I'm, I'm trying. This is the point is that I want Cross to interfere on Drew, cost him the title, cost him the like he has him beat and Cross screws him over, and then have and then have somehow put Theory with with Roman for like two months. He just gets you know he just gets jobbed out uh, by Roman, and then have Cross and Drew go at it. Like have you know, give him fuck. I don't care. Give him hell in a cell. I don't give a shit. <laughs> and then have and then have Drew win the Rumble. And then WrestleMania, Drew versus Roman for the title. Drew wins. He finally gets his moment. Because that's the thing. As a wrestler, like even like me, I know you know like I want to see Drew have that moment sure. in front of fans. Because I feel like he got gypped out of it. And this is this this is like a long the long term the longest 
like really like a long term storyline is Drew getting that WrestleMania moment in front of fans because it's been like what yeah. three years now. Yeah. Yeah, this it took two years coming up, but it, it is two years. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like we. I want that. Like that to me is going to be that moment because WrestleMania is like we all. The, everyone always wants that really cool special moment, like you know Daniel Bryan sure. winning the title. You know, Rey Mysterio winning that title, Eddie Guerrero. If Drew wins it, they get that back. Yeah, I get yeah, that. that. See, I, I, I definitely agree with that. My, my only thing is, like, I, I feel like for the past year or so, like, not for the past several years, like, even since, I think, ever since Drew lost the title, I think it was, like, early 2021 mm. when he lost the title, the WWE title. I feel like they've been struggling to, like, get him back to that level of popularity I that he once so. was at. Because like when he was sure. like when he was going when he was going into WrestleMania like before the pandemic, Drew was over his shit. Like hot. people was like they, shit. They, 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 they they wanted they wanted Drew McIntyre. They like that's yep. that was the guy. And then like once the pandemic <clears throat> right. came, it was just um, it was just um, like much for like every fucking body, it was just unfortunate and shit that it, right. you know, in terms of like the, the wrestling space that you know you didn't have any people to like bounce off of for that reaction. So like now I feel like they finally got to the point where Drew is like somewhat mm. near that level. And like you got this big fucking stadium show coming up, close enough to where it's his hometown, and like you got the moment to where you can like finally have that make good. Like it, it, it's, it's right. like for, for me, I'm just like like if, if, if you if you're not gonna do it now, then bro, there's no guarantee that you're gonna be this over in January or February or March. Like it's just no guarantee. Yeah. <laughs> He's dead right now. So if you're gonna do the shit, you might as well fucking do it. Sort of prevent the crowd from 
from like switching up on him because the crowd like they like just going back to the Heyman thing again, bro. When it, when CM Punk came into the picture, they they pushed Heyman ass to the side and like like I'm not talking about like the not, not all the way, but like the crowd definitely was like you know they had they pick and they was like it was gonna be Heyman or CM Punk and they chose Punk, they wanted Punk. So yeah. I, I feel like it's gonna be a scenario like that with Drew at some point. So. I feel like the only thing they can do right. is make, make, make him like that strong fighting champion. But like, I, I definitely uh, interested in your point, Vinny, in terms of like, do you wait for it or do you do it now? But like, I, I think when you look at it, like, like how you format it, I think it's like a good problem to have. And then on top of that, when you have a Cody factored in, like, like, so, so even with that, like, you got a Cody coming in now, it's like, okay, what do you do now? Like, do you roll with Drew after you've been planning this whole thing with him, or do you? Mixing Cody, and then you got you probably gonna have some other like Lord knows who's gonna be a free agent coming in in, in whatever twenty twenty three or whatever like that. It, 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 for, 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 like in, in the grand scheme of just to shorten it up, it's a good problem to have. No, of right. course. And you, you, you never know. You never you never know. They'll fucking have Bray Wyatt come back. You know what I mean? There, there you have, go. Uh, yeah, there's so many guys. You know, well, well, and that's the thing. Like, there's so many. Guys. We have so much opinions, but the one thing for sure is that's the the thing. Now, everyone has an opinion again, and everyone's talking about WWE again, and not in a bad way. It's so to me, that's already a win win. Nah, I right, think. Yeah, I mean, I, it's. I, I think so. Yeah. I, I, I think I'm kind of curious as to what uh like NXT is going to turn into. Like I wonder <laughs> if they're going to revert it back to what it was. Are they? That's the other they thing. Keep it as, That's uh, the other question. Mark, as, as yeah. A 2.0. Yeah. So many things, and again, so many topics to touch on. But all right, gentlemen, are you guys ready for the all important word story of the week? Although it's not a word story, but in honor of Mr. Vinny Massaro here, I pulled up the yes. five weirdest toppings that people have put on pizza. And I want to see if Good you Lord. guys have ever done this or if you even approve of this. No, no, no. Don't say no shit like toenails. No, weird. no, 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 no. It's edible food. It's food that you would eat on its own, but people put on. Toenails? No. What the hell? Yeah, fucking toenails. Let me hear this. All right. First up, I give you codfish. The fuck is that? You don't know what codfish is? I do not know what that is. What is that? What is codfish? Look it up. I've never heard of it. Europeans eat a lot of it. I've never heard of that. Let me see. Codfish. So, all right. So, honestly, here's the thing. So, okay. I grew up, I, I was born in, in, a, in a small, like, uh, fishing village in right. Sicily. Okay. Uh, where they literally put fish on pizza. Like octopus. Uh, they put, you, know, uh, you know, tuna. So, I'm, I'm okay with codfish. Okay. They, they, use, they, do, they, do, they do this all the time. Okay, okay, better, yeah. Better than pineapple. Better than pineapple. Well, anything's better than pineapple. I think I'll go with anything on this yeah, list. But no, codfish, in case you haven't uh, found out yet, Andrew, it's real salty, but it's like a, a clean-cut fish fillet. Like, you know, it, it's it's, right. it's pretty tasty on its own. I, I actually enjoy it a lot on its they own. They actually, uh, it, codfish is actually a really, really popular fish that in Sicily when, uh, uh, during the Christmas time, Christmas. We, it's called Feast of the Seven Fishes. Yeah. Of course. And we have a lot of codfish. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. I'm, 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 I'm looking at it right now and it looks good, so thumbs up. Okay, okay, okay. So, yeah, okay. Good. okay. This one I don't understand. I don't know if it's cooked or if they put it on after. So, either or, to me, it's still weird. Lettuce. Uh, well, okay. So, one time. Oh, God. <laughs> I went to a. a they, no, the guy, they, he made a, the guy that made a Big Mac okay. pizza. And it was. Uh, oh. Okay. It was, you know, lettuce, tomato, pickles, all that good stuff. Oh, shit. Hamburger, and they, the, 
the, the sauce was uh you know the thousand island whatever spe- secret sauce yeah, AKA, yeah. you know so it was and that was good but yeah it wasn't it they put it i think they put it after i i would hope but it was good i don't i don't i didn't seem to mind it i don't know about just sprinkling lettuce on like normal pizza <laughs> okay okay how about that I, I think I could deal with lettuce on pizza. I think I could tolerate it. Okay, fair enough. Okay, this one, same thing. Either cooked or not, this is a big no for me. Chocolate. Okay, no. Okay, hold on. Pause. Now, is it like, is it like a dessert pizza or is it? Like no, 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 no. Pizza with chocolate. No, it's you have tomato sauce, cheese, and oh, chocolate. Oh, get the fuck out of here! Oh That's no, get the fuck what? Why would you cheat cheese and chocolate? You're, man, your toilet's going to be tapping out of that one. That's disgusting. Well, how about a chocolate cheesecake? You've never had chocolate cheesecake before? Yeah, but not with tomato sauce and <laughs> melted cheese. It's not, it's not, cheesecake isn't that kind of cheese. It's not mozzarella. It's cheesecake with mozzarella. <laughs> no, I get it. I'm with you guys. Trust me. There's a big thumbs down for me on that one. Yes, sir. For sure. Why would you do that? Come on now. Okay. This one is... Okay. Rice. Rice? Yeah, like rice. Rice on a pizza. Yeah. Like just regular rice? So you cook the rice, put it on top. Yeah, white rice right on top of the pizza. You you, you, want to know what? I can do that. (laughs) White rice on pizza. I, can, I mean, I, I can, I can, I can, yeah, I can do, yeah, I can do that too. But why? What is the point? <laughs> like, I don't get it. Like, what is the point? Like, you know what? I'm gonna, you know what? This needs some white rice. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have enough carbs. I need, I need, I need a carb load to the almost, you know, extreme levels of of carb loading. What, what does that mean? I don't get it. Yeah, I think honestly. Honestly, I think people now, they're like, you know what? How can I piss off Vinny Massaro? Let me put some stupid shit on pizza and send it to him. <laughs> well, it's the pineapple effect. This is what happens. You let one pineapple uh, on, and it opens the door, man. Yeah, they got kiwi. And I'm from the I'm from the Bay Area. They put weird shit. They put together, like, peach arugula with, like, spinach pizza. I'm like... Oh. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that either. I see a lot of that up here in Canada as well. We, we like all these weird toppings, like sun-dried tomatoes. That is a little bit okay. I could deal with it, because tomatoes sort of make sense. But yeah, there's a lot of weird shit. Like, uh, like I don't even know. Like, it's, like a sal- it's literally like it's like a salad on top of a pita bread. Yeah, it's yeah. gross. Go ahead, go bro, ahead. Bro, anybody eating? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say this right now. I'm on the record saying this. Okay. Anybody who eat pineapple on pieces is a serial killer. <laughs> Let's go. Thank you. That's straight criminal behavior right there. I'm telling you. <laughs> like, you know that guy Ethan Ethan Hawk from uh, Black Phone? He eats pineapple on uh, on pizza for sure. Oh my hey, god! Have, have, you, have, you, have y'all ever seen this dude on Instagram called Liver King? Liver King? Man. No. Have, I'm have y'all ever I'm heard of Ask? Hey, hey, bro. What is I, this? I saw some of his stuff on the uh, Explore page because I'm always like liking um like little food pages and shit like that that I see on, on Instagram and stuff like that. So, like, it would be, like, suggestions to pop up, like, some similar stuff. And this dude named Liver King has showed up on my on, on my Explore Jump one time. And, like, this motherfucker eats, like, raw organs. 
like, oh. his family, like they, I'm, bro, bro, I'm, I'm talking about like they would like sit. But the funny shit is, but his family look hella uncomfortable. But you can tell he gets like paid for this shit. Oh, but, like yeah, like they, they will like sit. But I mean, like, sit at the that's table like Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, but at least but, he cooks it this, though. But this motherfucker would like be eating like I'm talking about like hearts and like cow tongue and like all this white weird shit. Oh, and, like, cow tongue's be, like, good. But he'd be putting like syrup on like. Like certain bad parts, like, but this, this shit is sick, bro. Like it's sick. That's enough. He, you, 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 hey, you can I, like tell he get paid for the shit. Oh, uh, he must get paid a lot because I always hate the Instagram. They're like, oh, you like this one video of like a, a guy doing a you know really good barbecue? Well, let me show you this one other guy like, you know, cooking like a thousand pound a thousand pounds of shit. I'm like, why would you? Why would you think I like that? <laughs> Oh my goodness! But yeah, those are pretty much the top ones. Like a fruit, a lot of fruits are on there. Like people put bananas, strawberries. I'm like, are you? That's just weird. That's, that's weird. That's, that's yeah. But hey, what's number one? To each his own. To each his own. Oh, no, it wasn't. A, it wasn't a ranked list. It was just weird okay, stuff okay. people put on. Yeah. So that's pretty gross. What's the I weirdest thing you guys have ever, ever eaten on a pizza that no one else likes or people frown upon? I don't put weird shit on pizza. Yeah, me neither. I'm not that type. I don't even put anchovies. <laughs> I, you know so, what? I, I don't even like processed meat on pizza anymore because I find it disgusting. When you heat it, like when you cook oh. processed meat, it's, it's got to be raw. Somebody, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody put a, somebody brought me a pickled pizza last uh, West Coast show. Pickled pizza? Pickle. Pickle, there's pickles on it. It wasn't that bad. Okay, I, I think I could deal with pickles. It tastes like a sandwich. It was fine. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> well, especially if you fold it over. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, exactly. that's what I, say. I don't know. Okay, if you, fold, if you, if you fold it over, you know, you, 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 could, you could probably deal with that. But, like, I, yeah, I it wasn't that regular with the pizza. Like, the pepperoni. I sausage. know. I mean, listen. Yeah, I mean, listen. If I'm, like, if I'm choosing, I'm not choosing to get, you know, <laughs> pickles and stuff or whatever. No, yeah. I just, you know, give me, if I'm, if I'm spending money and I want to eat good, I'm be, I'm getting, like, the all meat. You know the all the the cream. You know the, the as many topics as possible. Like falls off. That's what I want. Oh shit! That's but you awesome. you want to know what's crazy? I had a Domino's handmade pizza like two weeks ago. Okay. That, that but that shit tasted so much better. That that <laughs> but that tasted so much better when it was cold versus like when it was like yeah. cold, like how they should. But it but when it's when it's like cook cook, it got like that like this nasty ass aftertaste to it. And sure. then like once I put it in the like I put it in the fridge for a little bit. And I ate it. I was like, "Then this piece ain't, ain't, ain't that bad." I was like, "What the hell wrong with like? Why, why the, he got like this nasty aftertaste to it." Is good. Oh, I love it. Is good. Yeah, yeah. Now, like honestly, like that the op- complete opposite of that is Little Caesars. Like Little Caesars for them for five bucks, it's good, but it's got okay. a shelf life of like twelve minutes. <laughs> if you eat it after twelve minutes. If you eat it after twelve minutes, it's just straight cardboard. Like throw that shit away. Oh my god! Yeah, we have a lot of pizza joints up here that are like that. We call it cardboard pizza. <clears throat> so if you're ever up here, Vinny, and someone brings you a slice from Pizza Pizza, throw it right back at them because they're not your true fans. The hell? Well, can they, I mean, it's Canadian. I mean, I don't know. I don't trust. Oh, what do you mean? What are, what are you talking about? Especially where I grew up, it was a pure Italian neighborhood. You should see all. All, hey, all right, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Come on, hey, I used hey, to actually work for Sicilians, believe it or not. So there you go. It all ties together. Hey, all right, okay. okay. <laughs> Hey, hey Steve, are you you in Toronto? Yeah, I'm right in Toronto. Yeah, I grew up downtown. I yeah. Now, y'all got y'all got a lot of shows coming up. I know. Uh, I know. heading up there real soon. Oh, trust me, I got my reminders. Hopefully, I could cop some tickets somewhere or another. 
it's cool, man. Y'all Toronto finally got some. You're finally trying to get some love out there, man. Uh, well, our our indie scene is booming, so we always have an indie show every yeah, no, weekend, no, no, right? They, I know the indie scene going crazy. So, yeah, and plus, all the guys from AEW like come up for yeah. it. The only thing we don't see really is WWE guys, because now you know AEW shows up here. Like, like right. I think we have a, a promotion called Super Kicked, and it's very. It's not known other than literally in Toronto, and House of Black is going to be on the show. Like you know what I mean. So it's like okay, so at least we are getting some AEW talent over the border, but it's not like an AEW show. So. Right. What, what else? What, all, what other indie, indie promotions are in Toronto? We got Smash. I, know, I, got, I got C4, right? We got C4. We got Alpha. I don't know if that's still going. That, that used to be, uh, what's his name? Um, Ethan, Page. Ethan Pages. Yeah, I don't know if he's still doing that one. What else do we have? We got Demand Lucha, which you might be interested in. It's a lot of, they bring in a lot of oh, luchadors. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, C4, I like C4, I like C4, yeah. C4, Destiny is another big one. Uh, Josh Alexander is the world champ of that one. Um, What else do we got? We got some. I like like C4 because they use a lot of, like, they use a lot of guys from, like, Buffalo and, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. know, they're they're, like uh, Blackwood, Kevin Blackwood is my my friend. Oh, there you uh, go. He uh, he he speaks very highly of C4. Greek Town Wrestling is another one. And Speedball, obviously, too. Oh, yeah, Speedball's on, like, that's the one guy... Every show I fucking see every weekend, that man is on it. It's like, this guy works for every fucking goddamn promotion. Good for him, man. Yeah. I'll, hey, listen, it's good to be busy. I don't know, I don't know what happened to me in the last year, but I've, I've never been this busy in my whole career. And That's guess awesome. It's, mm-hmm. it's fun. And I'm going to keep riding it until, uh, until the wheels fall off. So. Oh, that's but awesome. No, Speedball Spiegel, is definitely, definitely like, you know, one of the top independents right now, I think. Oh yeah, no question. Like he he had he having a hell of a year, but like when when it comes to that uh like in terms of wrestlers having that wrestler of the year conversation, I definitely think people got those speedball in there. Like yeah, crazy. I think so. I crazy, think so. Crazy. Yeah, especially we, we you know we uh, you know we, we you know we book we book uh, a speedball a lot over at West Coast Pro, and every time he delivers, he always delivers. You know he's gonna be uh he'll be at the at our show on the 18th for the the West Coast Cup, so he's gonna go for the belt against uh. Uh, Jacob Fatu, so that's gonna be a crazy match. Oh, but that's gonna be crazy. Oh my goodness. Oh, that's gonna. Well, you know what? On that note, plug your shit, Vinny, because we're gonna get out of here soon. So plug whatever you want to promote. Any oh, upcoming okay, shows? Yeah. Your socials? Uh, go for it. Yeah. Well, uh, you can catch me. You know, Twitter at Snoring Elbow. Uh, I talk about pizza, boobs, and wrestling. So please, by all means, follow me. Uh, then you can start on Instagram. And yeah, there's uh, West Coast Pro, uh, the pro- the main promotion I, I help book for, and uh, you know. Uh, uh, me and Scott, we, uh, you know, we were doing, we, we were building it up slowly and surely, but it's great. Um, I got a, a wrestling school in Pacifica, California, West Coast Pro Academy, uh, and uh, you know, just catch me around. You know, I wrestle for Circle Six a lot. Uh, it's a new promotion, and uh, you know, I uh, there's a lot of great people in in that locker room, and I really, I really love what they're doing. Um, but yeah, you can just, you know, West Coast Pro Circle Six, you catch me around. Hopefully, around Jordan, area, you know, neck of the woods. Hopefully, I get to go to Toronto one of these days. Yes, and, uh, please. Travel more in the East Coast. So, I'm going to Mexico next month. So that's fun, and uh, yeah. And then, of course, we got the, our big show coming up. Uh, August eighth is a West Coast anniversary show, and then uh, in the next month of that, in November, we got the King of Indies coming up. So there's a lot of big stuff happening. But please, you know, just go on social media, say hi. <laughs> And uh, give me a follow, and we can talk about whatever you want. Awesome. Andrew, plug your shit, my friend. Uh, 
check me out on Twitter at eighty times underscore underscore, and the same thing on uh, Instagram, my YouTube channel, Andy Thompson Interviews. Got some new new uh, clips up there, and I'm gonna be putting out some new interviews that I recorded over the weekend at a uh, convention that I'm gonna be putting out real soon. So definitely check those out, and you can check out my written work at postwrestling.com. And, yeah, that's about it. Which I love. I love, by the way. I'm a big fan of the of when you go on post. I love. I appreciate it. you, man. Uh, Thank you. I, I, it always it, those guys are crazy. I still can't believe they 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 do all. I mean, do they, I don't. I don't think they review WWE. They stop reviewing WWE, right? Because I don't think they. No, no. Uh, no, no. They, they, they got old for them. But they're still doing it. I remember yeah, one, they one point they're like, okay, we got. I'm like, we got to stop doing WWE because they were just. They were just defeated. They, they sounded like they were just like, ah. <laughs> I, I, I think that was when they was uh, still doing the stuff at Law. At Law, yeah. Wrestling. For sure. Yeah, and they, they, oh, they right. like, I, I, I think they just got like bored with it. But like once they, I think they took yeah. like a little time off and then they came back and, you know, now, now they still, they doing the weekly uh, <laughs> They needed a vacation. They needed a vacation from Raw. Hey, it's three hours of the same shit over and over again. I'll be tired too. About <laughs> three but if, if they were to ever show in Raw to two hours, that would be like Chef's Kiss. They would ever show in that show to we think, uh, we think, two hours. It's not like it's not like it's three hours of content. It's, three, it's it's like two hours of content with an hour of repeat. Yeah, and yeah. commercials. Yeah, and all that shit. Yeah, for sure. Uh, what can you do? And for but, myself, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter under Finger Styles. You can follow the podcast on Twitter, the podcast app. Email us your thoughts, suggestions, comments, anything you want to get off your chest at the podcast app at gmail.com. Please rewind to the top of the show. Support those fine sponsors because if it helps them almost definitely helps me out. And most importantly, please, each and every week, rate, subscribe, review on all major platforms. And please, yes, go back, listen to previous episodes. We've mentioned a ton of them. Thank you, Andrew, for mentioning my episode with Big Damo. That was a good one. I've had Speedball on as well. He's been mentioned on the episode. Ton of TNA Impact slash Impact. Ton of guys upcoming. I have potentially an AEW slash ROH coming up. I have more Impact talent coming on the show. So stay tuned for all that fun stuff. And yes, I'll most likely be reviewing AEW with my friends over in England. So stay tuned for all those fun shows if you are wrestling fans. If not, stay tuned for... Other shows that include comedians, MMA stars, you name it, I got it. So please, check out the catalog, stay tuned, rate, subscribe, review, all that fun stuff. Gentlemen, it's been a blast. Thank you very much, my friends. Always a pleasure talking wrestling with people I love talking to. So thank you. (laughs) Uh, Thank you for having me. I appreciate you guys. Peace, man. And on that note, he's Andrew, he's Vinny, I'm Steve. This is the podcast. Peace.